Hey, and welcome to Imani Nicole, the podcast, the place where you can be both spiritual and the most authentic version of yourself. I'm your host and lit life coach, Imani, and I will help demystify spiritual concepts and empower you to be the most lit version of yourself as you navigate your spiritual journey, relationships, and self-evolution while having a ton of fun in the process. Let's be our best selves together and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to my energy. I am so, so excited to be back after a two week long break, but we are back and we are better than ever. So I, over the past two weeks, have been catching up on card readings from my 1111 sale, and I just it was like making me anxious. I was like, I need to catch up on this. So not recording a podcast for a week or two was a small sacrifice I was willing to make in order to just knock them out and get them done. So I'm really excited to be back, and at the time of this recording, it is December, and I thought it would be the most fun to reflect on what I manifested from my vision board this past year and how I did it, but not just how I did it. I wanted to get more specific than that because I have an episode on how to manifest, but specifically I wanted to go over the thoughts that I chose and the mindset to back up the action that I was taking so that I could manifest the thing. So as you're listening, please feel free to write anything down, borrow my belief, borrow the thoughts if they work for you and if they resonate for you. So I am going to talk about what I manifested in chronological order. And I'm also not going to go over everything. I'm just going to go over the three most like exciting sparkly things. <laughs> So the first thing that I manifested from my vision board this year was going to Tony Robbins live event. Well, it was a virtual live event, but still, (laughs) I think anyone who loves personal development should go to a live Tony Robbins event before they die. I'm not even kidding. I'm willing to bet money that your favorite influential person in the personal development space has either learned from Tony Robbins in some capacity or their mentor learned from Tony Robbins in some capacity. I can't even explain the experience. Like even across the screen, he is such a bigger than life presence and energy. It's like it's insane. And I, it's just, I'm not the same person going into that as I am today. Like it is forever changed me and I can't wait to go to my next Tony Robbins event. So I treated myself to unleash the power within virtual for my 30th birthday, even though my birthday was in May and this event was in March. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to Cabo. I'm not going to the beach. I'm not going to Cancun. I would much rather go see Tony Robbins. So um, 
I like went all out. I got an Airbnb. And if you've ever been to a Tony Robbins event, like even his free workshops that he puts on, you know what I'm about to talk about, but it's super interactive. He has you scream and jump up and down like a mad person. Like it is not a passive learning situation at all all. And, you know, at the time I lived at home and I didn't want any drama. I didn't want any questions about like, what are you doing? Are you okay? (laughs) And I didn't want to be disturbed. So I just treated myself to a cute little Airbnb um, house that was about an hour away. And I created such a beautiful (laughs) birthday experience I probably wouldn't have done this well I don't know I probably would have but there was a lush maybe five minutes away from my Airbnb and so I went to lush and got a bath bomb and like a bubble bar and in the same shopping complex that this Lush was in, as I was actually trying to find the Lush, I stumbled upon the cutest little Macron, Macron <laughs> place. Um, it was a little boutique. The people like who owned the shop were actually French. And I was like, okay, so how do you really say it? And she was like, it's Macron. And I'm like, okay, great. So <laughs> I went to this little Macron shop and, um, the night before the event, I actually, um, like ran myself a bath and bought myself a candle from Publix and did this like future self meditation. It was a luscious experience. And, um, Gosh, I want to like now that I'm saying that out loud, I want to do that like every year. But anyway, I've had the idea to record this podcast episode for a while now. And I was thinking about what was it and like trying to reverse engineer and ask myself, what was the thought that I had to manifest this Tony Robbins experience? And it all clicked about two or three weeks ago. I was doing a live workout with um, with Tansy and the Turn Up Squad, and she was showing us brand new choreography, and she said something that's been living rent-free in my head for the past two, three weeks now, and she said something along the lines of, I'd rather you do the moves full out and mess up than to do it perfectly and play small. And that's when it clicked. The thought or the mindset that I needed to adopt in order to manifest this Tony Robbins experience is I need to create an environment to play full out. And so the high level question that immediately followed was, how can I create an environment that would allow me to play full out? So even as you're thinking about your year ahead, really take this into consideration. We always have these dreams that require us to do something differently and require us to play full out. And that requires us to set ourselves up to play full out, right? Sometimes when we catch ourselves 
not doing our part or not doing the things that we know we should be doing that would get us this progress, sometimes it's because we haven't set up our physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual space to do different stuff. And then we end up gaslighting ourselves because we haven't set up our environment for something new. It's still set up for the old version of ourselves or the current version of ourselves when we need to upgrade everything else too, right? So just a few examples of what that can even look like. That could look like changing your friend group. That could look like having a support group that you can turn to for your business or for your sobriety journey or whatever it is that your goal is, right? It can look like setting up your schedule and knowing how you need to set up your time, your day, your week, your month in order to create time and space and energy for you to actually nurture the things that it is that you want to manifest. The second really exciting thing that I manifested from my vision board was a romantic relationship. And manifesting love isn't something that I've talked about on my podcast yet, but I'm really super excited to talk about it. And I need to share a little bit about my story and paint the picture for you. Um, But I'll, I'll do this as succinctly as I can. So I was in a 12 year relationship. And we lived together and we were actively planning a wedding. And I was about to be a whole wife when we split. And I can't explain it other than it just felt like it wasn't supposed to happen. And it was just one of the strongest intuitive hits I've ever had in my life. And this was deeper than pre-wedding jitters and doubt. It was just... It was just a full body no. And I felt so much guilt because the thought that I had on repeat was, how could I do this to him? How could I do this? What a terrible person. Who would do this to somebody who doesn't even deserve it? And so with that running in the background for two, gosh, over two years at that point, Every time I would try to move on or when something didn't work out with someone new, my narrative was, of course, like I deserve this for doing this to him. How could I? Right. It was like I deserved what I perceived as punishment for hurting this sweet human. (laughs) Right. And that was a super buzzkill for my healing journey, as you could imagine, right? And so earlier this year, I was listening to a private podcast and she was talking about releasing the idea that something shouldn't have happened. And there's a line in the podcast that changed everything for me, everything. And it was, what if it wasn't supposed to happen any other way? And if it couldn't have happened any other way, there's nothing 
else that can be done. There is nothing to fix. That hit me like a ton of bricks because I remember literally saying this to my therapist. Like, I feel like I need to fix what I did, you know? And so hearing this in the private podcast, (laughs) um, which I'm not downing my therapist, like everyone should still be in therapy, but there was just something about this that clicked. But if you're in a very similar situation, even if it's not related to a romantic relationship or breakup where you feel like you deserve something bad that happened to you, I really hope that idea sets you free from the idea that you deserve punishment for something that you did or didn't do. That was the thought that helped me manifest the beautiful relationship that I'm in now. So the next week, actually, I had a dream about this symbolic death of the part of me who felt guilty about breaking off this romantic relationship with my ex. And we're still friends and we still talk. And in my heart of hearts, I truly and deeply believe that we were only meant to be friends in this lifetime. I sincerely believe that. And then about a week or two after that dream, I met my current partner and he came along after a bout of just not focusing on dating at all. But one day I took inspired action, went to Bumble, and it's so funny because I accidentally swiped right on him. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with the online dating space or dating app space, swiping right means you like someone, swiping left means you're not into it. And he was cute, right? Like there was nothing that was a big turnoff or a red flag, obviously, but I wasn't particularly intrigued <laughs> at first glance. And um, don't worry, I've, I've told him all of this. This is not news to him. <laughs> I almost didn't tell him, but it was just really funny. But anyway, when I saw that I accidentally swiped right on him, I was like, okay, well, whatever. Let's just go with it. And I asked him my opener question of what's bringing you joy lately, which I got from my dating coach, Lily of Date Brazen. Highly recommend if you are a single woman. She is incredible. But anyway, he had such a thoughtful answer. We had sparkly conversation on the app, off the app, and here we are still going strong, still going at it, and I just could not be happier. So just to recap, the thought that released me from the literal prison that I was putting myself in was, what if it wasn't supposed to happen any other way? And if it couldn't have happened any other way, there's nothing that can be done. There is nothing to fix. And the last really cool thing that I manifested this year was this podcast. (laughs) And I talked about this a little bit before on multiple platforms, as well as this very podcast. And so for the sake of not being redundant, I don't want to go over it too much. But what I do want to go over is how I manifested it and the mindset that I needed to actually get started on it. 
So the very first thing that I had to do was get over the mind drama around not being a good speaker. But I had to shift my idea of what a good speaker looked like. So I thought it meant not having notes ever, being able to talk off the cuff, not making mistakes and never stumbling over your words. And like, not everybody's brain works like that. Like, yes, there are some speakers who can like off the rip talk (laughs) at the drop of a dime. But my brain definitely doesn't work like that. And it was later solidified with an ADHD diagnosis, (laughs) which I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, everyone who identifies as a bad speaker has ADHD. I'm not saying that, but it just resonated for me because sometimes I can stumble over my words and just like talk in circles and blah, 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 all that stuff, right? But that's neither here nor there. My main point is that once I gave myself permission to be an amazing speaker in my own way, I was like, oh, there's no stopping us now. Like we listen, what? Like <laughs> we're doing everything. We're doing a we're doing a podcast. We're doing a YouTube channel. <laughs> we're speaking. We're volunteering to speak. Like, you know what I mean? So once I got over that mind drama, the second hump that I needed to go over was well, okay, like the market is oversaturated and people are already talking about this stuff in copious amounts, (laughs) you know? And while that may be true, yes, there are absolutely, everybody's becoming a coach and everybody's talking about this stuff, right? Everybody is talking about this stuff. And I started to realize that nobody explains it like me. And nobody has the vibe that I have, right? Nobody has the juice that I bring. And that in and of itself is a value add to the space. And if you don't believe me, allow me to present you with a practical example. So say you're sitting in a classroom and they're teaching chemistry, right? I don't know why chemistry came to me, but let's go with it. (laughs) So you're sitting in chemistry and the professor is a genius, well-known in the field, like prodigy type shit, right? But you're sitting in there lost because they don't know how to teach it in a way that someone who is a beginner gets it, right? So you have a classroom full of people who some of them can barely spell chemistry and they don't follow the professor when they're trying to explain all of these like nebulous concepts or nebulous to the audience, right? But when you have another professor or the teaching assistant, (laughs) right, who infuses hip hop and pop culture references into the chemistry lesson in a relevant way so that you get it, you're like, oh, and everything clicks. Everything makes sense. You know, relatedly, if you have someone in the class who hates hip hop and hates all things trendy, (laughs) but you use like an anime reference or something like that, and then they understand what you're talking about, it's the same thing, right? So what I'm getting at 
is nobody says it the way that you do. And so once I embodied that, the thought and the mindset shift that helped me manifest this podcast is, of course, there's room for me. Of course, there's room for me. And if I'm being completely honest, that's how I knew that those subliminals were working. (laughs) Because knowing in my core that there was room for me was the main thing that kept me from showing up on social media more, from doing this podcast, for making offers, right? And so if you're telling yourself something similar, I pray that this resonates for you because of course there's room for you too for that very reason. And so if you're wanting to start a podcast or become a coach or start a YouTube channel or whatever it is for you, right? But your stale last story is, but it's oversaturated. Someone needs to hear it the way you say it. Someone needs to hear it explained the way you would explain it. There is truly room and space for everyone, everyone in whatever space you want to enter. And that's such a beautiful thing. And once you embody that and you're able to have fun creating the things that you want to create and share that out with the world, there's no stopping you. And I'm living proof of that right now, right? But anyway, those are the three main things that I manifested this year. I also manifested some other things too, for sure. But those I feel are probably the most interesting, (laughs) the most sparkly. And every single one of those things were on my vision board that I created at the top of the year. And I am so insanely excited to announce that we are hosting a vision board party in Turnup on December 28th. And Tansy and I will be sharing our secrets to how we make our vision boards work for us. And we'll be making our vision boards together. It'll be so much fun. So if you're into that, we would love to have you and see you there. It is completely free and the link to sign up is in the show notes. So that is all I have for you today, sweet dears. Again, I am so, so happy to be back. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know what you took away from this. Let me know what thoughts you may be adopting or what resonated for you in this episode. And I can't wait to hear from you. Tag me on IG, flag me down at Imani Nicole, just like the podcast. (laughs) And I will see you next week. Love you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, tell me about it. Find me on Instagram at Imani Nicole and tag me and tell me what you loved about this episode. I love hanging out with you and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. See you soon.